to Color My Life Happy with Maria Lessitz, Law of Attraction Happiness Coach and Motivational Speaker. I'm on a mission to change the world by helping you thrive through any adversity, no matter what. So let's start coloring your life happy now. Hello, Color My Life Happy listeners. It's Maria Lessitz, and we've got a really cool topic, a topic that everybody wants to talk about, money, 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 money. Yep, that's right. And we're going to be talking about money, law of attraction, manifesting more of it. We're going to be also throwing a little twist, a little sprinkle. Oh, now I'm thinking about ice cream. Anyway, sprinkle of astrology as well, because we have... Jen Williams, the astrologer that has been on this podcast before, and we were talking about color code at that time and astrology, but today we're going to talk about money, law of attraction, astrology, how to make more money, and just have a blast doing it. So let me welcome Jen Williams. Welcome, Jen. Hey. 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 Are you ready for a fun time, Jen? I sure am. I'm always ready for a fun time. All right. All right. And I hope this is my intent because I always set an intention before anything I do, podcasts, meetings, coaching. I intend that whoever's listening to this right now, you listening, that you are going to get a lot out of this, a lot of juicy tidbits that's going to help you to feel better about money, to feel better about your relationship with money, you know, because it is actually a relationship to amp up your money vibe, if you will, to amp up literally the amount of money you bring into your life, you attract into your life. Yes, we are going to do that today. We are going to start that process going so you feel so much better. All right, so let's get going. So, you know, Jen, maybe what we'll do is um, I will talk a little bit about the law of attraction, coaching around money, just some highlights, and then we could get into that. But then we'll talk about how astrology fits into all of this, and we're just going to have fun. We're going to yeah. shoot from the hip. All right. That's great. So a few things I want to say is that, you know, money, gosh, it's such, such a hot topic. Everybody just wants to make more and more and more and more of it. But here's the, the key to it all, right? When I say to my coaching clients, So if you had a big pile of money, this is coaching clients who want to manifest more money because I don't only work with people that want that. They want a lot of other things. But those that say, I want more money, I want more money. And I said, okay, great. So if I just gave you this big pile, like millions of dollars, and it was sitting in your living room right there on the floor, would that make you happy? But you couldn't do anything with it, by the way. You can't do anything with it. It's just a big pile of money that's sitting there If you want, like you could sit in it, you could play with it, you could throw it up in the air, but you can't really do anything with it. Then what would you do? How would you feel? And they're like, well, no, I want to do something with it. It's going to be good for this. I could pay my bills. I could go on vacation. I could, oh, I see. So it's not really just about the money. So how is it going to make you feel? So this is what I want you to be thinking about. I want you to think and remember this too. It's not about the money. It's about the feeling you will have when you have more money. Hello, light bulb moment. It's not about the money. You, you know, you might be thinking, well, money's going to bring me more freedom. Okay, that it's about bringing more freedom or money's going to make me happier. Okay, we, we can delve into that a little bit deeper. Let's see how so. What? You could do more with your family. You could go on a vacation. You could have abundant savings to buy a home. How is that home going to make you feel? Oh, like you've succeeded. Do you see? It always comes down to a feeling, right? So that's a little tidbit I'm going to share right up front. And I don't want you to be thinking about, oh, you know, money makes me stressed. Well, that's just an affirmation. So we'll get into that as well. So it is all about the mindset. It is all about how you treat money. And we'll give you a few tips, or I'll definitely be giving you a few tips, law of attraction-wise, on how to turn that all around. But now let's talk about how does astrology play into this? I mean, if I'm a Cap, I am a Capricorn. So as a Capricorn, does that mean that I have more a propensity to make more money? Or does that mean that I feel a certain way about money? Like what happens with the houses in our charts and the, you know, the actual sun sign and blah, blah, blah. So Jen. Why don't you talk a little bit about money and astrology and give us some insights from your expertise? 
All right. Well, what I'm going to focus on today is how to leverage the power of your sun sign uh, to boost your manifest manifestation skills. And one of the ways I'm going to look at that is your sun sign in conjunction with what's called the ruling planet. Every sign is governed or influenced by one of the seven classic planets. And we'll get to those. And each of them has kind of a, a special talent. And uh, just for clarification, 10 of the 12 zodiac signs have uh, share a ruler, a planet, and Leo and Cancer each have one. So, you know, if you think everything has two, most of the signs have two, but two of the signs only have one. So that's that's how we're going to approach this today. And since it's Aries season, the sun is in Aries right now, uh, we can start with Aries. Usually I like to start with whatever planet is in uh, the whatever sign the, the sun is in at the moment, because otherwise it's always Aries through Pisces. And it's like, you know, Pisces tends to get the short trip, like being a W in the alphabet, like me, you know, okay. the end of the line. But it is Aries season. So we're going to start with Aries. So uh, Aries people are ruled by Mars, which is a planet of action. And uh, Aries people are the entrepreneurs of the Zodiac. They're pioneering. They're innovative. They can be impulsive. But the way they can leverage that Mars action is to leverage the power of forward drive and momentum, which is like building on whatever they have going so far and amplifying that to amp up their vibration. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So that would obviously go for money as well. And, and, and yeah. how, how they do that is, you know, what I'm thinking when you were saying that is you got to make sure that self-talk, as you know, you're that drive and amping it up and whatnot. You got to make sure all along the way, as you're moving forward, that your self-talk is clean. And what I mean by that is that you're not saying things or affirming things by default that are counterintuitive to you wanting to manifest what you want. And in this topic, we're talking about money. So you got to make sure, even as an Aries or whatever sign you are, you want to make sure that you're not like going, oh, yeah, you know, money just burns a hole through my pocket. Or, you know, oh, yeah, money in, money out. Like, you don't want to do that, right? You want to make sure that everything that you're saying to yourself is in alignment with what you're going for, the goals that you want, the things that you want to manifest. Because if it's not, and you're just doing it by default, not even realizing it, it's, it's going to hinder your success. It's going to hinder your success in manifesting more money. Do you agree, Jen? Yes, and that's especially true for Aries because Mars is not about forethought and contemplation and planning. It's very much about just moving forward. You know, so you need to pay some attention to, you know, the kind of, let's say, vibrational details along the way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, of course, this is going to go, you know, and I will probably be reiterating it so that hopefully, um, if you're listening to this, that you're actually, no matter what sign you are, you're going to hear it. It's going to be drilled into you. What you're telling yourself, your stories you're telling yourself, your beliefs, even if you don't even realize what your beliefs around money, all of that plays into, no matter what sign you are, whether you're going to uh, be abundant with money or whether you're going to be in lack with money. So. I want to say that I'm going to be drilling it in so that by the end of this, you go, oh, yeah, that's really important, no matter who I am in the in, in astrology. Okay. All right. So go ahead, Jen. Okay. So let's move on to uh, Taurus, the sign of Taurus. Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus. And Taurus people are the rocks of the zodiac. They're very steady. And they're usually fairly well grounded, depending on what else is going on in the chart. Now, Venus is a planet of love and beauty, but it's also the planet of money. Uh, so um, <laughs> Taurus people tend to be very steady and also sensual. They love physical, sensual things. They love senses. They love to accumulate stuff because it makes them feel secure. Oh. Uh, but they can leverage that power of Venus uh, they can leverage the pleasures of the senses to amp up their vibe even more. You know, when you really tune into that feeling pleasure vibe that makes things move, that's, you know, the power of Venus in the sign of Taurus. Yeah. 
So what you're saying is, is it to leverage that even more, you know, to have a heightened awareness. What, what brings you joy? What brings yes. you pleasure? What, what's fun? What, what are you being called to do? Uh, what, what am I passionate about? Like really asking yourself those clarifying questions and going for it. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And also um, using their powers of enjoyment to sort of boost their vibe as well, because they love to enjoy things, you know, food, music, sex, money, you know, all the, all the, the good things in life. Oh, you Taurus. Oh, I love that. All right. If you're a Taurus, woohoo to you. Like take advantage of that, leverage it up to the max, you know, because really when it comes to a law of attraction, um, leveraging even just what brings you joy, joy, doing it anyway. Some people think, well, sometimes I'll have a coaching client and they'll, you know, they'll be like, what are you saying to me to do? Like if if I want to manifest more money, you're telling me to maybe take more breaks in my day. Like let's say it's an entrepreneur. (laughs) And they, they they're like, well, I got to work. I got to, I got to go, 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 go. I got to do, 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 do. No, I've got to work. You know, cause maybe it's a work hard person because maybe they're, uh, I don't know, a Capricorn red in the color code. Who's just like, got to make this happen. <laughs> well, what I say to them is, well, you just, that those breaks, those enjoyments, those, you know, chilling out is just as important for your manifesting vibe. Matter of fact, sometimes even more, then that hooah, move forward, got to do. Because what happens is even the people that are drivers, that have a lot of ambition, they do get burnt out too. They do feel stress too. And stress and burnout, they don't go along with manifesting what you desire. Right. So that's, I definitely would be so Taurus and anybody else. Remember, you know, doing the things that bring you some joy, taking that break might actually make you. This happened with me before where I had to write articles for these magazines and I'd be like, okay, you know, like and writers, you could totally, you will totally resonate with this where you go and you start typing and there's nothing. It's like crickets. Okay. Nothing's on the page. I got two words. Oh, Oh boy. All right. Well, the best thing to do, don't try to force it. What I do is I listen to all, everything I teach, I do. I stop. I go take a walk for four miles. I go, you know, connect with nature. You know, I have fun. I, I have a good a good meal. I enjoy. And then all of a sudden I come back. And what do you know? The writing just flows because we all need that. And so that's really important to remember, you know, Taurus and others that take that break because that break might be the exact thing you need to manifesting what you want instead of just keep on pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward. And then of course, feeling stress makes sense. Right, Jen? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Well, speaking of talk or something you just mentioned, we're moving on to um, Mercury. I'm sorry, Gemini, which is ruled by the planet Mercury, which is about communication. And it's also about the voice, the physical voice. It's also about the uh, shoulders and hands as well, which is very interesting. Uh, just a little quick aside. My grandfather was Gemini, and they have a reputation for talking a lot. And my grandfather was not a talky kind of guy, but he was very gifted with his hands. He used to do all kinds of stuff with his hands. So that's sort of where his mercury was coming out in his hands. I always find that very interesting. Because for the longest time, I was puzzled about why he never talked. <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah. Well, his, his Gemini is coming out in a different way. Yeah, and, you know, you bring a, bring a good point because that's another way of self-expression, right? Yep. I mean, self-expression doesn't have to only mean, well, I'm talking, I'm, I'm speaking. Self-expression could be uh, in art, creating different things. You know, and, and that to me, you know, an, an artist can totally relate to that, right? When they're painting or creating whatever it is their craft is, there's a self-expression in there. There's an expression of emotions in there. And that to me is a form of speaking, communicating. It's a great point, Jen. Yeah. Right. So uh, Geminis are the multitaskers of the Zodiac. They can manage lots of lots of information coming in. And in fact, they seek it out. They like to know things. They like to know lots of things. And it tends to be more superficial than depth, which is fine because uh, there are some circumstances that require lots of super superficial information and not a lot of depth. So um, 
they have a little bit of a reputation for not being able to make decisions because they have so many choices, you know. So, but the power of Mercury in the sign of Gemini is again um, the voice and uh, the art of writing. So, I would say uh, a good use of their talents is to leverage the power of talk, speak your desires out loud, or the power of writing, write them down, you know, make them concrete in one or even both of these ways. Huh. And that's the power of Mercury. So if there's a Gemini that wants to manifest more money, and we, of course, know from a law of attraction standpoint, which I'll continue to be talking about during this podcast, what they need to do. But from your perspective, you're a Gemini and you want to make more money. What, what would you be saying then? Give an example. Saying, um, speak your desires out loud and or write them down. You know, instead of just sort of thinking about them and let those thoughts kind of flitter around, you want to use that Mercury power of speech and writing to kind ah. of bring them into focus. Ah, yeah. And see, that's a really good, powerful tool in general, where when you write what you want down, and let me make it very clear, it's not writing what you don't want down. Sometimes people do that. They journal, and then they say what they don't like about their lives. They don't oh, like good. about the money situation. No, 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 no. You could actually write in a journal and script, this would be great then for Geminis too, and everybody else, I think, but specifically Geminis right now, where you script the way you want it to be as if it's already happening with the money, let's say. So what I would be doing something, I would be doing something like, oh, you know, it's a Thursday, let's say, whatever. It's Thursday, and I'm so thrilled that I got um, abundant new clients today. Matter of fact, I got five new clients that are out of the blue and like I would just be talking as if it's, it happened or wow, I had an unexpected deposit into my bank account from some affiliates I, I have or I'm making money or whatever it is that you want, that you desire, that you want to manifest when it comes to money or script that new job, that new career that you're looking to have scripted in a journal, write it down as if it's already happened. Oh my God, I love my new job. I love my new boss. I have so much freedom. I make, wow, I make so much money. I can't even believe, I got to pinch myself. I'm making $150,000 a year. Whatever it is, like use that, like Jen said, that that power of writing, you know, and, and really self-expressing in a way that's acting as if, so you activate the feelings, the feelings of already having it. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. All right, this is good. Good stuff. Keep on going, Jen. Good. Well, I I just want to point out too that we're talking about the pure essence of each of these sun signs here, because I can imagine there's people reading this are like, well, I'm not a Gemini. I'm a Gemini, and I'm not like that. I'm like, well, you're like that somewhere in your chart, you know? Yeah. So again, we're talking about the pure essence of the signs, and everybody's chart is going to be different and influenced by all their planets and all their houses. So we're not talking about individuals here. We're talking about the pure essence of the sign. I'm glad you said that, Jen, because, you know, that's a, that's a really good point. Because even when I do color code training, which is the personality and whatnot of people, people right away think, well, you know, even though I'm a red, I'm not really like that. I'm not about power and getting stuff done and blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, we're always a blend of different colors, usually. Sometimes there's purists. But at the same time, for that, there's a core motive of why we do what we do. And, you know, people try to label, I'm, I'm not going to go into this because this is a totally other podcast, but I'll mention it. People try to put things in a, in a category, in a box, like, well, everybody who is this acts this way. That's not true. There's, there's a variation. There's, you know, things are not as simple as that, right? We have more things that are filtering into that. So there could be, let's say, um, I don't know, a Gemini, for instance. I'll give an example. Like you say about, you know, leveraging the power of talk or self-expression. Maybe they were raised by parents who kept on trying to stifle their self-expression. Maybe kept on saying, well, stop, you speak too much. You talk too much. And that could actually be a filter that they were brought up with that could make them not be true to who they really are. So I just wanted to state that, that realize when you're listening to this, first of all, this is all about having fun, amping up your money vibe, just taking it for what it is. And if you walk away with some tidbit or gem, or you feel better about yourself or better about your future situation, great. 
If you walk away with a little bit more gratitude or hope that you're going to make more money or this is going to help you, great. But it's not you know, the end-all, be-all of everything, right? And yeah. I wanted to just say that because I'm so glad you brought that up, Jen. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's move on to the sign of cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon, and this is one of the two signs that doesn't share a planetary ruler with any other sign. So cancer people are the parents of the Zodiac. You know, cancer is the sign of the mother, but I think these days we can extend that to mother and dad. Uh Uh, And the fact that they're the parents of the Zodiac is probably why they worry so much. You know, like parents are always worrying about their kids, even when their kids are middle age. Right, right, right. So, and, and cancers are known for needing to feel secure. But what cancers have is this vast resource of emotional energy. That's the moon. That's the power of the moon. So when we're talking about manifesting and needing that sort of emotional component, this is where cancers can really shine. If they can tune into the emotions that they want, you know, they have all of that lunar power behind them. To, to make things move. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I'm not an astrologer, but one thing I do know about cancers, uh, when we've done our astrology law of attraction, private one-on-one uh, coaching sessions with people is that they can be very, they could be the worry warts of, of the Zodiac signs. And so they, they tend to be, at least from my experience, uh, uh, more negative, you know, and they, it's, it's interesting because, a blues and the color code tend to be more negative too. So you've got a blue cancer. Oh my goodness, God. They, they, they worry, 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 and they're focused on, on what exactly what they don't want. Is that true, Jen, that cancers can be worries, worriers a lot? Absolutely. Again, because they have this natural sort of parenting characteristic. And I think the fact that, you know, they, they feel like everybody's mother and they're always worrying about their kids. Ah, so here's the thing with that. Right. You know, to leverage, like, you know, uh, Jen just said about the emotions. One, we have to make sure the emotions are aligned with what we desire, that it's it's an emotion that we actually want. It's an emotion that we're going to have when we have what we want. So, for instance, we're talking about money here. So if there is somebody who wants to manifest more money that's a cancer, but they're worrying, they're worrying about their bills. They're worrying about, oh, my God, you know, I might be fired from my job. Oh, my God, I'm going to be homeless because, you know, they're laying off people or whatever. Right. Because that could be their tendency. That is not going to help to manifest more money. So what you do there is you start getting real clear. Okay, awareness, self-talk. What am I saying about money? Okay, that's number one. Oh, it's not a very good thing to say about money because I don't want to manifest that because remember, what we focus on expands. What you're saying about money will become more of your reality in a sense. And you have to look at treating money like it's a relationship, right? Somebody might say, well, no, money's not a person. Yeah, but it is still energy. Money is energy. It's part of our universal energy, right? And so um, you, if you're treating money like you're never enough, you know, I don't have enough of you. Think about that. If you were saying that to a person, how would they feel? Would they want to be around you? Probably not, right? So you got to kind of clean up your money talk. And then what you do is you, uh, you know, basically bubble up the emotions that you would have if you had your money desires. So as a cancer, right, if that's their specialty, ooh, I could feel all the emotions. Great. Start doing that. Start, start closing your eyes and imagining literally having what you desire already, not just wanting it, not just like, oh, it's out there somewhere and I really want that. No, 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 no imagine having it and, and get all those feelings cooked up, you know, where it's like, Oh man, that would feel so abundant. Oh yeah. I would feel like I'm having, okay. I can say this on this podcast. Who cares? An orgasm. It's just so amazing and wonderful. And like, I am just so ecstatic. I am so excited. I can do more stuff. I have freedom. Woohoo. And imagine that. Like bring it into the cells of your body. See, because if you can tap into emotions, cancer, uh, then you should be able to do this. You should be able to imagine feeling that. And of course, if you can, you know, someone like myself, you know, could help you with that because as a coach, I can help people to pivot the feelings from the negative to the positive. 
So right, Jen, that would be good for a cancer that they make sure they bubble up and get all those positive emotions amped up so that they could manifest what they desire around money, correct? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Let's go. Let's move on. All right. Moving on to Leo. Leo is the other sign that does not share a planetary ruler with any other sign. So Leos are ruled by the sun. They are the kings and queens and the performers of the zodiac. They want to shine like the sun, and they often do. And uh, they like being center of attention. Uh, and they also generally like trappings of luxury. You know, they like fine things. There are a couple other signs that like them as well. Um, and what Leos can do is they can leverage the desire for attention and let's say luxury to clarify what they really want and then, you know, laser their focus in that direction. So say more about that, like say more what that would look like. Give an example. They have a sort of natural attracting energy because they got the power of the sun behind them, which is so intense. Mm. So I, you know, I think they could use their desire for the things that they want, you know, with the power of the sun behind it to really attract what they want. You know, it's in this case, I think it's the desire, you know, amping up the desire feeling. Yeah. What I'm hearing is Leo's a very powerful, right? Powerful sign. And, and I think for, for Leo and, Anybody who just kind of is really feels like that they could do this from a, you know, a visual again is just feel your power, baby. Right. Like, so when I used to do um, some visualizations of I used to do this, I, I don't really do that kind of visualization or meditation now, but I used to where I would imagine myself like being at the top of a mountain, you know, typical, you know, but I have my hands up in the air. It's like, woohoo, I did this. Yeah, baby. And you feel powerful. You feel like you've got this. You feel like you've manifested everything that you desire and then some, right? That was what I would say even for Leo, because you are a powerful sign, right? You have that. I mean, think about it, even Leo, right? Lion energy, Woo-hoo, you know? So you can do that. So just use the power of visualization. Use the power of meditation to get tapped into that. And the power especially, right? Because, you know, before when we were talking about the cancer and emotions, it was more about really just tapping into the feeling. But here, if Leos have that kind of stand up tall, powerful energy, like, you know, like right now I'm actually doing it, which is so funny because if people would see me, they'd be like, well, you're not even a Leo. Well, anybody could do it. I'm like sitting straight up in my chair and my shoulders are back and I feel like this powerhouse of energy. Well, you could do that. And that would help you to manifest more money or more luxuries or whatever it is that you desire. And again, remember what I said at the beginning of this podcast, it's not really about the things. It's not really about what you can buy. It's what those things make you feel, right? So if it's like a feeling of uh, luxury and ease and abundance and success and well, you could tap into those feelings because it's not really about, well, I want another mansion. That's really what I want. Okay, but that mansion that you want, it's about something. It's, it's going to make you feel something. It always comes back to the feelings, right? Yeah, they want to feel like the king. I want to be yeah. the king in a mansion. You know, but they have a lot of, there's a lot of solar heat they can tap into to yeah. sort of, you know, boost all of these things into, into being. And that could be even a visualization. I know that when I've been doing my meditations uh, very recently and I've imagined, you know, actually having the sun beam on me, you know, like coming down and I just, it just does something to me. Like I could actually feel the energy of that just from that visualization. So that's maybe even what a Leo can do too. Yeah. sounds. I was, I was thinking of something a little different, the heat of being in a spotlight, being under a spotlight. Ah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's move on to the next. Okay. Uh, So the next sign is uh, Virgo. Virgos are ruled by uh, the planet Mercury, just like Gemini. Although Gemini is air Mercury and Virgo is earth Mercury. So, you know, the feeling is a little different. 
Uh, Virgos are the organizers of the Zodiac. They worry because they want everything to be perfect, and so often it isn't. So, but they can leverage that desire for perfection to create an image, you know, a very perfect image of what they want. You know, it's to me, it, it's the striving for the goal of perfection is okay, but getting hung up when things aren't perfect is where, you know, Virgos often struggle and Virgos need to remember that they are human beings and not performance robots, you know, yeah. but, but that, that idea of perfection, I think is a worthy goal to strive for and to use to clarify desires. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something else I know about Virgos. I mean, I have a Virgo dad, so yeah, got a lot of experience with that. And he's a blue in the color code, which tend to be warriors too. So we got the double whammy there. Um, and what I find is Virgos um, tend to be probably more the warriors too of the zodiac signs, right? Yep. Yep. Again, because the because the world often falls short of perfection. Yeah. Well, perfection's the eye is in the eyes of the beholder. So, you know, one thing that I had to learn when I started becoming an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, especially was that, you know, perfect is not really, it's not a, a an actual thing. It's, it's in your mind, right? So like I could be, pre- I could be preparing for some big presentation that I'm going to be given. And maybe I'm feeling that it's perfect. I could give it. And there could be a few people in the audience that you know, don't resonate with it or don't think it's perfect or, you know, would have maybe taken it a different route. And so you could always strive for perfection, thinking that you're going to be pleasing others or it's going to be perfect for, you know, like, for instance, my dad, he puts together these things for the Lions Club and he's thinking, oh, well, this, you know, organizational chart or this thing, this this report I'm putting together to this proposal is going to be perfect and he could send it out. But we're all people, right? We all have different views. We all have different perceptions. And whoever you're sending it out to may think it sucks. I'm just saying. I'm just being really frank here. And there you go. You shot for the um, goal of perfection, and somebody still didn't like it. So I think poo-poo the whole idea of shooting for perfection, whether you're a Virgo or not, because perfection is still in the eyes of the beholder. Nothing's really perfect. It's just about a feeling like, you know, this, this makes me feel good. And then you just put it out and you trust in the unfolding of it all. Right. Because perfect. I remember when I used to start, when I started my business, I was, this is before like Vista print and stuff like that, where I was designing and I love, I have an artist in me. I was designing my own business cards and I have a little bit of that perfection in there myself where, okay, you know, well, maybe it's this, this is what I want. Or, you know, and I love creating an artistry, but oh my God, I spent so much cha- time trying to make it perfect. Oh no, maybe that's not the way I should phrase it. Oh no, maybe I want this logo instead of this logo. Oh, maybe the color. Do you know that's like over analysis? Uh, what is it? Over analysis to paralysis? I mean, it's yep. just yep. crazy. It's wasted time. This is what I'm saying to, to anybody who's listening. You know, there is a point where it's like wasted time. You're trying to make yourself feel good about reaching for that goal of perfection when, in fact, you could be leveraging the energy so much better to manifest what you desire. So I had to say that. I had to get on my little platform, you know, my speech podium about perfection because I think it needs to be shredded. Shred, shred, shred. Don't shoot for perfection. All right. Let's let's move on. All right. Well, uh, moving on to Libra, which is the other sign ruled by Venus, the planet Venus. The other one was Taurus. Taurus is Earth Venus. Libra is Air Venus. And uh, people under the Venus signs, Taurus and Libra, you know, are already have a sort of special attraction magic to them because Venus is uh, the power of relating and attraction. So it's it it's kind of almost like a lucky sign to be under because Venus has that benign influence. They are the harmonizers of the zodiac. They're all about relating, um, really not just in terms of love, but you know relationships with people, you know. And uh, they, like Gemini's, are known for having trouble making decisions because Libra is the sign of the balance, and there's always two things you're choosing. So, okay. so, yeah, Libras, they just have this reputation for not being able to make decisions, you know, and that's that's why, because they see both sides of the picture mm-hmm. and they can weigh both sides 
and the advantages and disadvantages of both. So, you know, they really struggle with choosing between, you know, two things or more. So, um, but like Taurus and also Leo, they have a love of fine things. It's the Venus influence. And I think they can use that love of fine things to focus on what they really want. You know, the Venus, the Venus vibe of uh, beauty and luxury and art and money and just immerse themselves in it in order to, to boost it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what I'm hearing, Libra, isn't that the sign with the balanced scale? Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So weighing both sides. So again, uh, from a law of attraction standpoint, uh, what you would need to do is just get really clear. Get really clear. What is it that you desire? And you know what? Hey, if you have both sides who, well, I desire this and I desire that, but they might be counteractive to each other. I don't know. Well, you know what? Go for it. Just, just allow for the possibilities of both or something even better. Or, you know, imagine both. Just get tapped into that feeling of having both. Even if, again, you might, your mind might say, well, I can't have both because it wouldn't make sense. That's okay. Just tap into the feeling of having both. Use the power of your imagination to do that. Allow for the infinite possibilities on how that could happen, right? That's, that's the other key. You know, and um, just always remember, it's it's all about, you know, one thing I did not mention here, and this is going to apply, it's like spread it across every single sign, is it's all about gratitude. It's all about, you know, just being grateful for the money you do have, being grateful for the abundance, the financial abundance that exists. And sometimes people go, well, I don't have abundance. Well, you can find it. I mean, if you just paid a bill. You have abundance. There's a lot of people can't even pay a bill. If you have a house that has a roof over it, that's abundance, right? If you actually were to look online and see, um, you know, clear across the whole world, you know, what, like, let's say poverty is, you probably make it more than that, right? So the bottom line is you could always find abundance in your situation. So I would say, again, for the Libras, you know, just leverage that, you know, even if there's multiple ways you're kind of, oh, I could this and then this. Or, you know, you have both sides to it. Just tap into it. Tap into that that feeling and those desires and immerse yourself in the feeling of it. Yep. That's the best thing to do. All right? All right. All right. Let's keep on moving on. Okay. Moving on to Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Mars. And I'm talking about the seven classical planets here. Um, we're not looking at the outer planets right now. Uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Uh, that's a that's a different story altogether. So uh, M- M- Scorpios ruled by Mars. Scorpios are the magicians of the zodiac. They love to dive deep, and they have a lot of internal emotional power. Sometimes they struggle with control issues because because they they love power so much and they want power, and not realizing they're looking for external power because they don't realize they have a lot of internal power they are just they're almost like nuclear generators you know that when they focus in on something uh, they can move mountains and in fact uh what they want to leverage is those scorpio powers of focus concentration and deep feeling i mean they can work magic with that stuff if you can get them to focus ah so what would you say the obstacle that that they would have being a Scorpio in terms of manifesting money? Oh, maybe uh, thinking if they control somebody else, they can make money that way. Ah, so really the coaching there, again, has to do with the, the control within themselves, the controlling their thoughts, their feelings, their, their reality by what they're choosing to believe, the stories they tell themselves, really realizing that, um, like everybody should realize, that the only thing we really can control is what we think, what we feel, you know, how we react to things, uh, what we believe, the stories we tell, you, tell ourselves, the self-talk. That's really where our control is. The control is not really about others. The control is not about a situation. You know, a lot of times what happens is when I'm asked to do, let's say, speaking events, or maybe I have somebody out of the blue contacting me because they want to coach with me, right? I'm not like 
thinking, well, you know, okay, how can I write back to this person to get the client? No, no, no. I'm just being who I am. I'm being authentic to who I am and I'm letting go. There's no, the only control I have is of what I feel, um, what I, what I write, what I'm thinking, what I'm believing. I have no control over, you know, whether um, somebody does something or not. You know, now somebody might argue and say, well, from a law of attraction standpoint, you can manifest the, you know, the client to come to you because you're imagining, you're feeling. Yeah, but I always allow for the possibilities that it could be even something better. So let's say I get uh, some kind of a opportunity for a speaking event. Like this happened to me recently about maybe three months ago or so. And, you know, it sounded really cool. They found me online out of the blue. Of course, yes, because I'm in an abundant mindset, I manifested that. But then as there were some kind of conversations with email and whatnot, you know, I was like, huh, is this the right, is this the right gig and whatnot? You know, and I just kind of let it go. I just kind of tossed it up to the universe. I said, well, you know, something or even something in this or something better, because, you know, we can let go of that control of, I got to make this happen. I got to make this happen because maybe that um, opportunity or that career path or job opportunity, job interview, Maybe it wasn't supposed to happen or, you know, like I have somebody that I coach that, you know, is looking to uh, pass, let's say, the board exams of, you know, for as a physician. And maybe in that particular instant or that particular time frame, that maybe is not meant to happen right at this moment in time. But it's okay because it's unfolding where it's going to. You're going to have everything you desire if you hold on to that belief to stop trying to control everything because it's an it's a illusion that we can control people and we can control the outcome. That's an, that's an illusion in terms of, for, especially when it comes to society or others. We can control how we feel in any given moment, yes, which will impact what we manifest. Does that make sense? I mean, am, am I making it very clear? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but they also have a lot of power to do that. They have this, this power of um, focus and concentration and this kind of wealth of deep feeling ah. that can really work wonders. Yeah. So actually imagine yourself as a, magi- a magician. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, imagine yourself, you have that magic wand. Boom. It's like, I can create anything. Like sometimes I'll do that. Like in my mind and visualizations where I see that I have that power. I, maybe I see some kind of like a, you know, white light of some sort or some kind of magical stars or where this is happening even better than I could even dream of. Yeah. I'm the wizard of master <laughs> manifestation, right? <laughs> what a great affirmation. Yeah, that would be Scorpio, the wizard for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. How many right. more signs do we got? Do we have uh, four? Four more. Four. Okay. Four. So next we have Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter. Uh, The Sagittarians are the loose feet of the Zodiac. I mean, the song Don't Fence Me In was written for them. And they are ramblers and they love to explore. And they're also very philosophical and they're great at seeing the big picture. You know, they have, they often have really good perspective. Mm. Uh, and um, Jupiter is sort of the natural planet of luck. So they're often, you know, they can afford to be footloose because they always land on their feet. You know, they're kind of naturally lucky in that way. And they can leverage that power of natural luck and this desire for expansion and seeing the big picture to, to generate manifestations. You know, yeah. I think, you know, it's that focus on I am already lucky and expanding it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I have a lot of experience with Sagittarius people, too. So um, what I could and you've told me that I'm a Sagittarius rising. So I could I could feel that energy in me as well. Uh, but one thing is definitely when you said don't fence, fence them in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, let me let me tell you, in terms of money, though, um, and I think we've discussed this before, you know, they're not like, they're not going to make money the most important priority. They're going to just kind of be like, hey, if the money is going to be where I feel fenced in. 
forget about it, right? Yep. I mean, yep. That's yep. not what they want, right? They just want that freedom that, you know, that horse kind of Sagittarius, that ho- horse just, you know, roam in the fields and I'm not being fenced in, right? That's just yep. kind of the energy and visual I have. Also, what I find is uh, Sagittarians can be super lucky, like you said, because I know, um, you know, my business partner is a Sagittarius and oh my God, she manifested finding a literally a $500 chip in a casino, like a chip on the floor. Like nobody else was around. Nobody, nobody just like dropped it or anything. It was just hanging out. Oh, there's a chip. Oh, let's see what it is. You know, and then it was $500. I mean, come on, come on. Now, granted, she was in a great, what what was playing into there wasn't just because she's a Sagittarius. There was a lot of else, other things. She was in a fab mood, kind of dancing, happy. I was actually um, hangry at the point. Not hangry. I wasn't angry, but I was hungry. And what happened is, is that I was a little cranky because I was hungry. And so my man, I didn't even see that chip. I didn't, my, my, my thing was just not there, but she was just like, woo, 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 dancing away. Oh, let's go this way. And we went that way. And there it was, there was this chip. Of course she made me turn it in because you know, I, I don't know why maybe she was, and I was like, okay. And then I come back and there's like five, $100 bills. And it was like, holy crap. <laughs> right. So what I find is, is that if you're a Sagittarius, you got to find the ways. And even if you want to make more money, right, you got to find the ways that bring you so full on joy that make you feel free, that yep. make you feel free. You know, like she'll always say, oh, I know somewhere in the future, I just want to have like a T-shirt business or, you know, maybe even have like a, an ice cream shop. Because why is that? Now, granted, there's, of course, a lot of things that are involved of having that kind of business, too. But it sounds fun. It sounds easy peasy. It doesn't sound hard. It doesn't feel like you're going to be fenced in. It just sounds lighthearted, you know, like the horse that's running through the fields. So, again, Sagittarians, I would say you want to make more money. You want to manifest more money. Just imagine what would be uh, just bringing you joy, you know, and allow for the possibilities that maybe that thing that would bring you joy could actually bring you money, too. Right. Yes. Or, you know, what would, what would I love to do? Allow, don't even allow the filters that society puts on you. What would be so freaking fun to do? And if I could pay for it, ooh, wow, that would be even cooler. Well, I know that, you know, let's say traveling. I love traveling. And I love, you know, going out there and road tripping traveling. I don't mean in a plane. Now forget about me in a tin box in the sky. That just doesn't <laughs> work. But, you know, going on the road. And, well, could you imagine if I'm just getting paid for going on the road, I'm getting paid. All my meals, meals are paid for because, you know, there are secret shoppers and restaurants, too, which I have been one in the past. Um, you know, that's that sounds fun. Or maybe I'm going on the road and I'm getting all these speaking gigs and doesn't really matter. I'm, everything's getting paid for. I'm getting top dollar for all my speaking gigs. How fun is that? I could take all the time in the world. See, so especially if I was a Sagittarius, that feels like freedom. And I can make more money doing it. So I just want to say that. How does that sound? Oh, man, that you just nailed it. All right. Nailed All right. It. Okay. Moving on to Capricorn. The sign of Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn, and they are the executives of the Zodiac. Uh, they can also be the Scrooges of the Zodiac, but that's the Saturn influence there. Most most Capricorns are not Scroogey. Uh, they have amazing determination and tenaciousness. You know, they're, their zodiac animal is the sea goat, which is partially a mountain goat, which you can always picture like gripping the side of a mountain and just working its way up. And they don't go fast. They go slow because they're going to get there. You know, they're just going to hang on and do what they have to do. And they're going to get there. So now Capricorns, because they're ruled by Saturn, often already sort of have a solid foundation of things and they know where they want to go. So they can sort of leverage that strong foundation to build upon and build up from there, you know, cause they're very steady and I think they can leverage that uh, steadiness and groundedness to move them, you know, move them up as many notches as they want to go. Mm. So 
Capricorn, Capricorn wants to have the mojo to make it happen and to get all the money they desire. They might yeah. be a little slow in going up that mountain, but it's just the tenaciousness, the, the, um, of course, the mindset, the, the, the determination, the mindset. And you got to really make sure there's a clean energy around the money. Now, I'm a Capricorn. So, you know, I'm a Capricorn with Sagittarius rising. Now, what's interesting was I wasn't very Capricornian, if that's a word. Uh, when I quit the corporate world on the spot, I did. I quit the corporate world uh, because I, it's a long story. We won't get into it now, but I did quit the corporate world and I quit my job literally. And I didn't have any plans. I knew I wanted to be my own business person. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I do know that I used before I even knew what law of attraction was. I used visualization when I was at my corporate job. I had this little thing that said, less it's incorporated, like my last name incorporated. And I had a little symbol. Now at the time it was imagining having my own business as a statistician, but still, I was imagining. So anytime I had a bad day, I opened up the drawer and I, I saw that. Like as a reminder, you're going to have your own business one day. You're going to have your own business one day. So see, I was doing law of attraction in action back then too. And then one day I just, I did quit. Um, now that's not a very Capricorn thing to do because I do believe that Capricorns like stability. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So my, maybe my Sagittarius rising was, or, or was coming out there because I just, I, I felt it to the core of my being. And one of the things, if I could coach my younger self uh, back then was um, I would have, it would have been much better if in the beginning of that journey, I made sure that I did everything that I'm teaching on this podcast, have a gratitude about the money you do have focus on the, the fact that there's a, allowing for the possibilities to be pleasantly surprised by contracts that can come in. Don't focus on the money that's dwindling in your account. Focus on the money that you have and feel gratitude for it. Express gratitude every single day for the abundance that you have financially. And do not, do not look at what's not there. Now, if I could say that to my younger self now, boy, if I had these lessons back then, Probably, honestly, I wouldn't have been that goat that was climbing up where it was taking a, a long time for that success. I would have been there probably, you know, who knows, 15 years ago, right? But at the same time, I still got there. So, you know, I know I got there, but I think that we can expedite our manifesting powers by, by using these tools that I'm teaching here, by making sure that your mindset is an abundant mindset, not a lack mindset. Yeah. By, by, also cleaning up the, the beliefs, you know, in the beginning, I had a belief. And again, I didn't have a law of attraction coach back then, but I had a belief that I had to, again, it was probably corporate mindset, work hard to have a successful entrepreneurial business, like really work my ass off. And I'm going to say that here, right? I, I had to do, 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 do. I had to, you know, work, a, you know, almost like it's like a nine to five job. But you know what? I realized once I started learning and I manifested learning about law of attraction and whatnot, I realized, wait a second, that's, that's not the way you manifest a successful business. It all starts with a mindset. And if you, you know, if you believe you got to work hard, but working hard stresses you out, do you see the problem there? <laughs> Stress is not going to bring you a successful business. Now, if you believe that working hard, like it excites you, it jazzes you. Like it just makes you feel like amazing. Well, all right, then keep on working hard. But for me, being a yellow in the color code, who my core motive is fun, hello, well, that was not really what I desired. I mean, I left the corporate world for a lot of reasons, but you know, it was kind of like it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't aligned with who I was to the core of my being. Mm -hmm. Right? So if again, if I could tell anybody who's listening, and maybe you want to start your own business, you have to make it where your mindset is aligned with one, you can do this, you feel gratitude already for what you do have, even if you just had one client come in, one client, whatever your you know your craft is, celebrate it as if you just had 15 clients. It's like when you find the penny on the ground. When I find a penny on the ground, I pick that penny up and I go, thank you, universe. How does it get any better than this? And sometimes what happens is, is that it's hysterical, right? For me, all of a sudden I'll be walking a little further and there's a dime. And then all of a sudden I go walk a little further, there's a quarter. It's so funny. This has happened to me multiple times because I live in that abundant energy. And then the universe goes, okay, I'll show you how it could be better than this. Penny, nickel, dime, 
quarter, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's the way it works. So yeah, I just want to say my fellow Capricorns, you know, first of all, we just have to keep on tapping into that. We're getting there. We determination, we're going to get there, but clean up the mindset. Make sure we're not worrying. Make sure we're not making maybe that bank account balance mean something. So what? So what? You maybe don't have as many clients as you want that time, or you don't have that, you know, uh, salary that maybe in corporate that you absolutely want. You're going to get there. You're going to get there and just keep on telling yourself that because you're the goat who's going to make it up to the top of that mountain. And then there's going to be higher mountains. You're going to make it up to there too. Sound good? Yeah. And uh, definitely gratitude, not grumbling. That's great for Capricorn. But there's there's also a little tidbit about Saturn. Uh, Saturn is often the planet of lack and restriction. But in one of his mythical guises, he's known as Ops, which is the Lord of Riches and where the word opulent comes from. Ah. So he has, you know, this dual face. So, right. You know, better to focus on the Lord of Riches, you know, as <laughs> Saturn than the planet of lack and restriction. Well, and that's, and that's the key, LOA 101, right? Law of Attraction yeah. 101. If you're focusing on lack and you're feeling lack, well, you're going to get more of it. You're going to have more proof in your life that, you know, you, you lack something. You lack money. You, you don't have enough. Don't have enough. But if you actually look at it as, well, I'm rich. No matter how much money you have in your bank account, well, then you're going to be rich and you're going to keep on manifesting more rich. And that's the way it works, what we believe. What we, the stories we tell ourselves. So yeah, Capricorns, focus on you are like a, a rich queen or king. And you know, you're also a wizard. You're magical. <laughs> you can manifest anything you desire. You just tap into that energy. All right. Let's All go. Right. I think we have what, one or two left? Two, two more. Okay. Two more. We have uh, Aquarius next. I am an Aquarius, also ruled by Saturn. Uh, but Aquarius is air Saturn, whereas Capricorn is Earth Saturn. So uh, Aquarius people are the black sheep of the Zodiac. I did it my way is the song of our people, along with marching to the beat of a different drum. That's just how we do things. Um, And uh, what I would say for Aquarius is leveraging the power of finding unique and innovative ways to do things. You don't have to do it like everybody else. And, you know, for my... You know, my example in my life is, you know, I was told all my life, you have to work hard mm-hmm. to be successful. And I'm an Aquarius. I don't want to do it that way, you know? So I find other ways to be successful that don't involve, you know, working hard if I don't want to. Right, right. You know, and that's honoring what's true to you and who you are, right? So um, even just like before this podcast and we started it, it was just like we both, we both set the intention of having fun because that's what it's all about, right? I mean, it, it doesn't want, we don't want it to feel like work. And again, for those of you who really are, got to work hard, it feels great, ah, great. Yeah. Keep on doing what you're doing. But for those of us that work hard seems like very dirty words, right? <laughs> then, then we have to just tap into that and realize that it could be, you know, even manifesting money for an Aquarius, well, find that unique way that feels like fun. Find that way that feels like easy, breezy, lemon, squeezy, because there are ways to do that. And that's the key. You know, that's the way I like to run my business, too. And and I tend to attract clients that want that easy, breezy way as well. They're not the people necessarily. I mean, some every once in a while, especially my corporate clients or maybe physicians do have that vibe around the working hard, but they're still looking for something easier in the sense of they don't want the burnout. They don't want the stress. So, you know, what I'd say is Aquarius, you know, there is a unique way, a unique way that actually works for you to make more money, to have more financial abundance in your life. And just believe that, envision it, allow for it, and just keep on saying, you know what? Yeah, I I make money easy, breezy, lemon squeezy, or have whatever phrase, you know, affirmations are very powerful. And if it makes you feel good, that affirmation, keep on saying it. So that's what I would say there. All right. We have one more. We have one more, and here we come to the sign of Pisces. And I have just come to love Pisces people so much over years. I never had a lot of Pisces people in my life till later. So uh, they're ruled by Jupiter, again, the luck planet. They are the good Samaritans of the Zodiac. They are, you know, good souls, wonderful people, generally spiritual people. 
um, not necessarily religious, but they're generally kind of tuned into, let's say, the Matrix in a way, in a special way that's, you know, a, a talent of their sign. They're just sort of naturally tuned in. And that's a, a wonderful thing about it. They can be not very grounded. So generally you have to find some way to, to kind of bring them back down into reality. But again, they're ruled by Jupiter like Sagittarius. They have the, you know, that natural luck and they can leverage their natural luck and also their generosity and spirit, which I think will amplify their vibrations. They tend to be very, very generous, sometimes to a fault. But the idea of, you know, putting energy, that energy back into the universe, you know, which will eventually come back to you, I think is sort of the natural talent of Pisces and the way they can leverage that ability. Ooh, yeah. Well, okay. So my mom was a Pisces and, you know, as many of you know, who've been listening to my, uh, color my life, happy podcast. Um, my mom did pass about a year and a half ago and I, I was really close to her and she was a really, ah, she was a cool woman. And she she made me laugh hysterically towards the end because she was getting light, more lighthearted as she was getting older, which is interesting because she used to always say to me, um, you know, that, you know, even laughing, like when we would go to a casino a long time ago and she'd be visiting, you know, here and we go to a casino and she'd see me kind of being my happy-go-lucky yellow self and I'd be celebrating winning 10 bucks or whatever. And she'd be like, you know, stop, stop dancing, like stop dancing and being so giddy or silly because, you know, she had a belief for some reason, I don't know if that's her Pisces, I don't know what it was, her own stuff, but she had a belief that, you know, that wasn't being, that serious is being intelligent. That's an interesting thing in itself. Uh, you know, you have to be, you know, it's like you're intelligent if you're serious. So that, that, that made me chuckle. But as she got older, she started getting even more lighthearted. And she used to say, you know, she was very, um, I'll call it fortunate with her. Um, you know, she was a teacher, foreign language teacher, and she made lots of money. Like she was like predominantly the breadwinner. I mean, she made damn good money. And she'd always like say to me, even like right before she died, she's like, Oh, did I get a check in the mail? Did I get a check in the mail? Like it was so funny because her focus was like, Oh, money's coming to me. Oh, I got more money. And she would, she would get more money. Meanwhile, my father, who's a Virgo, who's also a blue in the color code who worries, 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 and more rooted in lack wouldn't be getting the money. But my mom would, my mom would be just like, you know, Oh, I got another check. Oh, I got this. You know, and so, and she used to say, yeah, money, 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 money. And in a good, joyous, kind of happy-go-lucky way, right? And of course, the universe kind of blessed her with that. You know, and I just wanted to share that story because I can hear her now. She's like with me right now. And I could just feel her saying, you know, ooh, money, 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 money. Yep, yep. You know, I like that. I like a check, you know? So, (laughs) so just, you know, just Pisces, you know, just to say that, and they, you know, you're right. Good-hearted souls, definitely. Um, and it's all about, again, that focus. That maybe there is a Pisces out there who's not focusing abundantly on their money situation. Well, pivot that. See how you are abundant. Expect the money to come in. Allow for the infinite possibilities of how that money can come in. You know, you don't have to figure it all out. See, that's our, a lot of people's problems. They try to figure it out. Oh, well, I could get money from here. I could get from there. Oh, I can't get money from there. Oh, okay. No, you know, I I got money one time. I'll never forget it. I had money deposited into my bank account. And I was like, where is that from? Like, I didn't even know. And at first I was like, "Is, is it possible that you could get money, you know, from people that you don't even, yeah, well, it was because there was an affiliate account that I had ages ago, 10 years ago that I forgot about. And I guess they still had my information and I got money from it 10 years later. Now, come on. I mean, you know, so and we can't, our minds can't figure that out. Our minds can't say, oh, well, I could get it from this source. No, allow for the infinite possibilities. So again, uh, laser for me about Pisces, Jen, when it comes to their sign and money. Oh, they can leverage their natural luck. And generosity of spirit also. There you go. Natural luck. Just keep on saying that. Hey, I'm naturally lucky. I mean, my mom definitely said, oh, I get checks in the mail all the time. Money, 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 money. Yeah, I make lots of money. Woohoo. The power of Jupiter. Yep. There you go. So believe you, you know, it's funny that uh, believe you're lucky. And that really, it's not just saying it. I want to say that. 
It's not about just saying it. It's like, believe you are lucky and you will be. I mean, really, that's the essence of, of the law of attraction and our mindset reality. What we tell ourselves manifests into our reality, you know, what we believe. So just believe you're lucky. I am lucky. You know, I remember the first of this year, I went out and I hadn't bought a lottery ticket in a long, long, long time. I just bought a little Powerball and I just went, oh, you know, that's cool. I just did it in a fun way. I wasn't attached to it. See, I'm giving a little tidbits here about money. Wasn't attached to it. It's just like, okay, I spent, you know, uh, two bucks on a lottery ticket and it ended up being for the first of the year, a $7 winner. And I was like, hey, cool. Seven. I more than tripled my money. How cool is that? <laughs> right. So again, that's that's really about what we tell ourselves. So so Jen, this has been very enlightening from from a lot of ways, you know. But I like the fact that you went through each sign and talked about how they could leverage, in a sense, their talents and what was natural to them to manifest more money or anything for that matter in their lives. So, so is there any other uh, parting words that you'd like to share before I close uh, today? And uh, no, I think we covered just about everything. Yeah. So color my life. Happy listeners. Here's what I want to tell you. Jen and I are, we, we really love talking about this topic and helping people manifest more money. So if you want, and if you desire, and if it really, you want to take it to a next level, you know, you want that, uh, one-on-one attention, or I should say two-on-one attention, just go to colormylifehappy.com. And Jen and I will tell you a little bit of the options of what our RX for amping up your money vibe is. We will give you some options. And yep, if we want to amp up your money vibe, we're going to make it easy peasy, lemon squeezy to say yes. You know, something that's not, you know, sometimes people I find really interesting, you know, they want to be, let's say money coaches. And they're like, well, in order to amp up your money vibe, you've got to pay tens of thousands of dollars. Well, hello, come on, really? So we're going to make it, you know, easy peasy, a hell yes. It's, it's reasonable. You could just, you know, invest in yourself and amp up that money vibe and get way more than you invest in yourself in. So again, go to colormylifehappy.com, hit the contact button, fill out the form, and we'll tell you how we can amp up your money vibe, baby. All right. Let's say, I don't know why peace out just came to my mind. That's so funny. <laughs> but peace out and have a love and life rest of the day. Bye. Bye.